We are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Townstone Financial Show. This is your castaway host, Zach. I'm on the line, or on the line with me, the one, the only, Barry Sterner. Check us out, nmlsconsumeraccess.org, 136-639, NMLS number. Keep talking, because i got to get a drink. Hold on. I hope it's something good. So we are going to start with just mortgage rates, because as we discussed last week, we were at or near the all-time lows. Um, this week, more of the same good news. Uh, haven't uh, maybe a slight creep upwards, but generally speaking, uh, most quotes that I've been giving uh, are within a couple hundred dollars this week, as they were this time last week. So again, steady rates are good when they are this low. Um, so again. We have that 29-year mortgage, which you probably it's have never awesome. heard of. awesome. Yeah. Well, you've never even heard of a 29-year mortgage, but it is truly incredible. It's basically, the you know, anyone that is thinking about a 30-year, as long as you qualify, there is no mathematical reason why you would now, for the month of June, be taking that 30-year instead of the 29-year. So, Barry, I know I did such a terrible job of explaining it to people last week. Now it's your – Well, you – no, I understand, but you were explaining it, as, looking at it on a pricing sheet. That's That was what was in your head. Yeah. The, the, easiest way to, <laughs> the easiest way to explain it is that the rate on the 29 is low enough to basically equate – the P&I payment of a higher rate 30-year fixed. So let's give an example. Let's say at, on a 29-year fixed, the payment at 3.50, uh, call it, let's make it easier, Three, I mean, make it a little lower, three and a quarter is $1,000 on the 29-year fixed. It's $1,000 um, there. And on the 20 and on the 30 year fixed, you'd have to go to like 3.75 for a thousand dollar payment. And so, even at 3.75, the closing costs are higher on the 30 year fixed than on the 29, and they have the same payment. So, and this um, is it makes no sense not to do the 29 because when you say 29 to somebody, they're going to say my payment's higher, and that's what you were trying to explain. And I didn't understand it at first either, but they, they, they made the pricing so that it's it's more advantageous to do the 29 and still have the same P&I payment because the 29 is priced that much better. Exactly. Oh, that and that is, you know, and that is completely in conflict. If you've listened to any episode of common sense. <laughs> and, and, and anything we've said over the last, you know, years of making this show, um, we have always told you don't take, you know, the, the 29 year, the 26 year, because the rate's going to be identical and you're just going to be forced into a higher payment. But this is truly. But, but tell them the. But the reason always has been because the rates the that, same. The rate between the, the thirty right, and the, the twenty nine were the same. That, any, that that from from year sixteen all the way to year twenty nine, if you picked any of those, you were still being priced off a thirty year fixed. That 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 was the reason when they call it your mortgage or whatever it happens to be. All, all they were doing was pricing time. it off the same mechanism. They weren't. They weren't even pricing the 19 or the 18 or the 17 off the 20. I don't know if they are 
now, but I, at, at that time, you know, they weren't right now I'm running my the, the 29 years I've been running are better, lower cost, lower rates than the 20 year fixed. So at least for my clients right now, unless you are wanting to drop down to a 15-year fixed, which does get you a lower rate than the, the 29, it still isn't low enough to offset, you know, it's still going to be a higher payment than the 29. But unless you're doing that, then right now, at least for the month of June, you want that 29-year fixed mortgage. You haven't heard of it before. It hasn't made sense before. But again, if they don't, we'll show you. We'll show you how it works. It's very, very yeah. simple. It's very, very simple. Townstone.com. It's no a. Confusion. It takes 30 seconds or less. Fill out a free consultation. You'll get on the phone with Barry or myself. We'll walk through your scenario. Within two minutes, we'll see how much money we can save you if it makes sense or not. And then uh, you can disappear into the ether if it doesn't make sense for you, or we'll get right into an application if it does. Um, so I don't think we can spend today talking about mortgage and, and, and uh, the Consumer Finance and Protection Bureau has gotten mad at us before when we've talked about uh, current events, but today there's no way because it's too close to us. It's right across the street here from our office, basically, what's been going on. Everybody in America is talking about it. Yeah. It has nothing to do with mortgages, and I don't really, you know, anybody anybody listening, whatever caller they happen to be, uh, it doesn't really matter to me. I'm, I'm willing and able always to fight the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau for my First Amendment right, as everybody's had their First Amendment right to march and protest. But, you know, it's affected me greatly. It's affected our office here. Um, fortunately, nothing was really damaged in our building here as they were marching near here. Um, but the, the protests the, are, are, are fine, but the looting that's occurred here in Chicago and the businesses and how it's going to affect uh, real estate and everything is going to be a problem. And, and, and we're, we're really talking about all over, what do you want to say, the downtown area was most affected. Uh, yeah, I would say uh, Saturday, Saturday was Loop and, and River North. My, and then they right, across, right across the street, uh, literally a block and a half from my front door, um, the Jewel, the Walgreens, the Best Buys, the entire street that I, we shop on that my kids play right next to, the school that they used to go to, you know, all painted and everything like that. You know, when I say all painted and by whom, the looters, you know, the people that took advantage of this, obviously not the peaceful protesters. I went to baseball yesterday, and I live very close to the police station there, and I had to, if you can imagine, as everybody else, I'm sure, as lives have changed, I got out of the car with my two kids, I walked to the police officers, to the sergeant who's wearing a white shirt, and I told him, and this would seem odd in the United States, we're going to be playing. The mayor opened up the city yesterday. Thank you. Thank you, Mayor Lightfoot. So we were able to have 10 people and have baseball practice. And, you know, I saw them in riot gear, and I went up and said, we're going to be at Ping Tom right across the street from the from the police office. From there, I said, there's going to be 10 kids there. I'd really appreciate it if there's any protesters that come there because they're all standing there, and it looks like they're coming. You know, can you come over there and, and somebody, you know, warn us that it's time to get out of there? I said, we'll be there till 630. You know, I, I have to go did to the they, police station did you beforehand. Guys, did did uh, they have to warn you beforehand, or? 
when we when we were when we were leaving, there were a few stragglers. There really wasn't anything going on, you know, over there by 18th and uh, and and Clark. Thankfully, there was there was nothing really happening, so no nobody came over there at all. But to think that I even had to go over there beforehand, you know, to make sure that they were keeping the kids safe, you know, and I told all the parents that I did that. And it was just it was just ridiculous. I mean, you know, what's happened here, the destruction that's happened. And I don't know what's happened by Uzak over there because I, I haven't been north. No, whatsoever. they wouldn't let you. They wouldn't, the they wouldn't let you north of the river because you I don't. Mean, you don't every, live up everything there. around <laughs> everything around my area here is boarded up. The windows are all have all been smashed. Um, I know some of my baseball players that are on my team um, live uh, third one, one one's not too far from where the White Sox play. 35th, I think the other one he said was on 39th, and uh, the, the, the the father and the mother and I we were all talking because we're south there. Um, you know that that you know the Walgreens uh, where yeah. where Jackson where we get Jackson's medicine on Roosevelt. There's two of them. Both of them are closed, so, you know, today Stacy and I had to go north to go get his medicine, and, and the one lady was saying, you know, are, are they going to reopen? And that, that and that's where I'm really going with this. You know, a lot of these businesses are not going to reopen, and that's it's going such, to I mean, hurt, hurt, like, hurt, hurt real estate values. Without, without protests and subsequent, you know, looting, the COVID, the shutdown since March, has that we were already on track for a lot of businesses not this to was reopen. The nail in the coffin, and, right, really. and if you were a small business owner, kind of making that debate, like, do I do I step out into the water again, or do I just shut it down? You know, you you wake up one morning to find your entire store gone. Um, there, there's your decision uh, right there. Now, you know, Barry, they do say, you know, when it comes to all of this stuff, you know, when there's the, the police violence, they say don't let, you know, a bad apple spoil the bunch. And I do, we do have to say it's, you know, there were thousands of protesters and probably hundreds of, you know, a small proportion. So it's like bad apples on, on both sides. Yeah, but you know what the um, real interesting thing is? You know, they keep putting the, pro, the, the, the peaceful protesters in with the looters. Now, you know, I, I don't know if I'm sure I, I know how you are with TV. Groups. I think the I, looters are just absolute, opportunists. I mean, it, they it are wasn't not like they protesting. were protesting in the middle of the street there, and then people went to, and then, then those those protesters. I, I, I still don't understand how they put the two together, because I don't see because, them together at because all. Because it's a cognitive bias. People take two events that are happening together, like at the same time, True, and they equate so them. I but know, the but you were watching the protests on TV. I can only speak for Chicago because I didn't watch the rest. The, the protesters on TV, you know, were were protesting Black Matters, uh, uh, Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter, and protesting for 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 Mr. Floyd and all the rest of the stuff. And they and and and, and then the looting happened totally. Uh, it, it was in the same area, if you want to say that. It's but it wasn't like advantage. the protesters were running, were running, you know, first first they had their sign up, and then they were running in and, and stealing no. stuff. That's not what happened there, at there's all. Videos, there's videos yeah. of protesters, you know, stopping others from causing chaos or stopping the Absolutely. other looters. You know, these, the, 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 looters, of people. the looters don't care what the event is, whether it's a Bulls championship or, you know, these Black Lives Matter protesters it's just this this mass of people they know that the police are are they're they're occupied 
so they're going to do what they're going to do because they're it's it's crime of opportunity and um and again it, it is not affiliated with the protests at all i i don't associate it i just see it as the looting comes as a result because looters you know haters gotta hate looters gotta loot and they're just you know looking for that opportunity and it didn't matter that it was black lives matter or a bulls championship the hawks you know whatever the case is the police are occupied they know it and they're taking advantage of uh that opportunity so i think you know it's a tragedy all around i don't well, know if you well, watch... let's get to where, where, where see, but the, the, and, and this is the real estate component of it yeah. so my neighbors okay my neighbors living near my house here and and in my neighborhood in the South Loop, there there's blacks, there's whites, there's Hispanics. I mean, it, it, you know, it, 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 there's it's just not it's it's not either or. There's 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 a good mix there. And you know, we're out Saturday night, and you know, we're all standing in front of our house, a couple of us with baseball bats, because we're starting to get worried. And you well, know, most of, baseball well, practice. No. <laughs> uh, and most and most of our wives are talking to each other there and I don't care what color you are or or whatever it happens to be you're scared and they're talking about moving you know they're they're they're, they're talking about moving and and, and this is where I'm yeah. going with this that that if you somehow or another lose the confidence that your mayor that your police that your physical being as Zach is always very worried, and you're not a licensed gun holder, and you're not, and you're, and you're a scaredy cat like even me. If you have, even if you are a licensed gun holder, uh, well, some of those that... people are, some of those people that I, that were in my neighborhood were were the who were who were ta- who were talking on Saturday and Sunday. They weren't too worried, okay, because they were just going to shoot everyone. And, well, oh, exactly. You know, uh, like John Rambo in your neighborhood. There, yeah. When when they, you know, when they're talking about that they've lived there a long time and this is the last straw and we're not going to, you know, I can't live here anymore and it's time to leave. Then you start talking about, you know, all of a sudden the domino effect. Which, which is the, the which we is saw like, that happen in the '60s. Absolutely, and you could see that easily happen again in downtown Chicago because my parents, in the early '70s, and all my friends' parents all moved to the suburbs. And when we came to, to downtown Chicago, we came down State Street because of State Street, that great street, and we would go to Marshall Field's Christmas stuff and look in the windows. There was nothing on the street whatsoever other than Marshall Fields was there, and I think maybe uh, J.C. Weebles, what was the name? I can't think of the name. But well, whatever, there was nothing on the street. Everybody deserted Chicago. And I know nobody thinks that that could possibly happen because it is a giant city and blah, blah, blah. It could happen. There's a ton of cities that you could go to that the downtown, there's nobody there after business times. There, it's empty. And if the businesses aren't going to rebuild and you're not going to have be able to get prescriptions from the Walgreens and the CVSs and there's no targets and the grocery stores shrink, which could easily happen, you're going to have a big problem with real estate values. And, and the wives of people like me want to move. And then it's that's a, a, that's but a then big it's, deal. Zach Schwartz doesn't feel safe in his house today. It, I can tell you that much. It's a it's and, and it's a it, it can have that snowballing effect, Barry, because you know as as you or I and others you know would move out of a perceived dangerous area, 
you know, goodbye those property taxes. As, as values drop, the city collects even less and less in revenue. Um, the county, the schools get that much less funding. And, you know, you can talk about, you know, th this week more than any about, you know, uh, injustice, you know, discrimination, institutional racism. And this is this is one of those foundation stones that for the next generation you have to ensure doesn't happen again. They call, you know, the slang was like white flight to the suburbs when the cities were perceived as so dangerous. But it basically, you know, left a generation underfunded in these blighted areas that people tried to quote unquote escape from. And I will and I just want to say something when you're saying that, I will guarantee you a hundred percent and I've talked to a lot of people the last three days, unfortunately, because of what's going on. I will guarantee you there are going to be places in the city now that 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 developers were looking at that, that they're are not done, going to. That are that they're not going to. And the development that has been going on in 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 Chicago, starting with south of the city, the South Loop, where where I've been at now almost for 20 years and going further and further south and west, has been unbelievable. When the United Center was built there and they knocked down uh, the Chicago Stadium, all the development west there is just, it's, it, it's just unbelievable. The grocery stores, the restaurants, you know, the housing and everything that's been built in Chicago over the years, you know, and the, and the development of, of blighted areas has just been incredible. And now... If you're looking at a business and you're looking to develop something, you have lost confidence, and with good reason, that you're going to be protected. Your business is going to be protected. And that you know, I'm not here today to debate with you whether you know whether or not you know the police should have risked their lives and gone in front and stopped the looters. But let's the fact is that the looters were not stopped. They were let able to run you know, basically on their own, wherever they wanted to go. And, yes, they went up to Naperville. They, they went up to Highland Park. They went up to Gurney. I mean, and, and they're, they were in Minnesota, right, and New York, and a hundred I mean, other places, uh, too. It's well, not, it, I don't it, think it, it's it a full caravan, right. It's just the spontaneously right. crime of opportunity is what they call it. You know, it's but, like you well, what occurred for the, for the first time in my life, and maybe other people were listening to this, what occurred for the first time in my life was that the police I saw on State and Roosevelt pulling up to the Walgreens that was being looted. The people were running in and out a block and a half from my house, and the police drove off and let them do that. So obviously from the top, whether it was the mayor, whether it was the superintendent, whatever the reason happened to be, they did not stop them. And so why am I going to open up a business in the city of Chicago when if things go bad, you're not going to protect my business? Yeah, yeah, a, a completely fair point. Um, but again, you know, it, it's, yeah, I, I think we can all be in agreement that, you know, looting and, and you know, chaos is, is not good. Peaceful protests are racism terrible institutional you know I, I don't know if you saw that video that sparked this this whole thing i mean that was just you know a murder in broad daylight i don't care you know wearing a badge or not um so that that piece i'm glad at but again it, it, it that, that those ch cops you know were rightfully charged from it from all appearances but again that won't solve the problem 
And I think, again, it, it's not necessarily, you know, yes, fix, fix the police, but there's these institutional problems um, that are bigger than, than, than us here. But what I can leave our clients with is some clarity on mortgages in forbearance, because we hadn't had any clarity on that. You know, would you be able to, could you refinance them? So here's, here's the deal on mortgages where you've gone into forbearance. You can go into forbearance and then you find out, oh, I didn't have my job loss. I'm still working and making money. I'm going to keep making my payments. So if you went into forbearance, but you kept making your payments on time, you're good to go. You're good to go. We can refinance you right away. If you went into forbearance where you, you are not making payments, the loan's got to be current in order to continue or uh, in order to close. Now, conventional loans and, and government loans, you may be given an option of, yeah, you owe these three months of back pay, of back mortgages, so we're going to do some modification um, or add it to the back end, increase your payments a little, you know, whatever they work out with you. If it's a conventional loan, you've got to at least make three consecutive payments on the new, uh, on the new plan, three consecutive payments. Now, if it's an FHA or a VA loan, at least for the moment, that plan must be fully completed, so you have to be out of forbearance, fully caught up um, out of that plan for an FHA or VA loan refinance. But to me, that's really good news. Somebody that you know went into forbearance for you know a reason, like an expectation of uncertainty and and you know worried, um, ended up didn't needing it, so they kept making payments. You're good to go on a refinance. Got to take advantage of these low rates. Um, so that's how I'll tie it back into mortgages there, Barry. Anything else uh, before we let, you, uh, we let our audience go for the week? I don't have anything, sir. All right. Well, again, go to townstone.com. Uh, purchases, it's just crazy volume. You know, slowed down March, but, you know, April, May, and now just beginning of June, I barely could see straight with the amount of purchases and inquiries coming in. Um, again, all-time low and near all-time low interest rates on refinances, that 29-year fixed mortgage, incredible, seeing 15-year fixes under 3%. Um, again, go to townstone.com. We'll go through your scenario, see how much we can save you, and you'll be a happy Townstone customer for life. So, Barry, I appreciate your time. Thanks for uh, calling in and uh, to our listeners. Thank you for listening. We'll see stay you next week. Stay safe, week. everybody. Yes, stay safe. Very important.